A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the little vape pen of this podcast. Oh, what a cute story that would be. The little vape, little vape, little vape pen. Yes. Little vape pen. <laughs> its journey and how it never ends up in my bag when I need it. Yes. <laughs> oh, the places you'll go, little vape pen. <laughs> you guys, I sent you a pick to the group text. Um, it said an athletic greens fail, not on uh, the product. Uh, on me dropping the product. Uh, and but do you see the outline it made of my foot? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have just never I've never seen toes so distinguishedly separated from a a powder fail. If you guys don't know, we're big athletic greens fans over here. And I mm-hmm. had a spoon mishap say part speaking of routines, part of my morning routine. And then it just like was all over my tits and arms and, and, and foot. Hopefully I feel like I only lost maybe three days worth of powder, but to 
that's that's too many. That's too many. I don't want to lose any powder ever. Just a pure spoon mishap. Um, all my error. Sometimes if I get a little chunk on the bottle lip, I'm like, I'm just like straight <laughs> gumming it. I'm just getting the, getting them green. Pure, the pure powder. Taking pure powder. I'm like, I'm not. Nothing goes to waste. <laughs> Nothing, not a, not, not a drop be spared. Wait, what kind of vape are we, are we talking about? Sorry. Oh, I, I, I didn't really have much on it. I just (laughs) forgot it last night when I really wanted it. And now I have it permanently attached to my hand. Mm, I've been on edibles. I've been on a strong edibles lifestyle of lately. And well, we were talking about CBD. Yeah. (laughs) We were talking about CBD back now. Pro pro CBD lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, you know, really hip with the times here. Only six years late to the, the CBD party, but that stuff's great. Uh, loves it. Someone told me last night that if you get too high, you can take ibuprofen. I don't believe it, but Whoa, I just thought it'll I'd... knock you down. Whoa. It mellow you out. It's not going to take away your high. I don't know if it's true. It's possible. It's also it, it's for inflammation, right? Yeah. So, report back i you know i'm not i i am repeating something that i heard and i do not know if it's true not medical advice just uh a conversation piece this is also weed high don't take it when you're like yeah i don't know hard drugs and think it's gonna help you not you know go to the hospital i think ibuprofen helps with everything so that i think that checks out but I bet you I bet you that part of why you get relaxed with weed is some kind of blood flow opening, which to <laughs> me would be if you take ibuprofen, that is constricting blood vessel blood flow in some capacity. So that tracks. Sure. I'm not a doctor at all. I I am not a doctor also i just watched a lot of <laughs> er um <laughs> it sounded, that all sounded right i was like yeah your blood holes do do open and that's how you get high <laughs> yeah so i'm like uh, again i don't know i don't think it would be like a faucet you know like shh, you know mm-hmm. you're done but you're done baby it's you not cut. it's not wild no that checks who suggested this episode topic because i love i like I feel like this gets asked a lot and I'm really in curious to find out how astrology is embedded in your way in your, in your waking life. But who, yeah, can someone, I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to call it. I mean, just who did suggest this? Cause this is, I love. It was me. And I think it's for two reasons. One, um, it's something that I'm always interested in. And I feel like I have asked of people and have never really mm-hmm. gotten an, answer from mm-hmm. how they it, like they'll talk about what astrology means to them or what um like why they think it's real or like why they think it is right. uh, accurate or whatever but I, I remember this is like I asked Susan Miller this but I guess I asked maybe not maybe I asked in a convoluted way and not so much like what is your routine because I don't know if I've asked that specific I've asked like how do you do astrology every day Um, Hmm. but I think that, or, and I think I've asked it from an astrologer perspective where I go, okay, well, what's your, like, what's your practice or something like I, if someone were asking me, how does one do stand up comedy? You would go, you go to open mics, you write material, you test it out, you 
listen right. to that's you, whatever. I don't know. And I've never heard anybody say like, if you want to be an astrologer, what you do is, you know, whatever yeah. they're like, obviously they say like, learn astrology, track transits, that sort mm. of thing. But no, I, I feel like nobody talks about the, like, just literally like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Um, right. But another thing I'm trying to stop saying, uh, I've said it <laughs> twice. I've said it in both episodes. Also though, I feel like as much as we've been, we've been doing this podcast for four years, I feel like I have only very recently, almost embarrassingly recently actually started using astrology for myself or like using it to be more in touch with like my, what's happening for me, which again is, sounds embarrassing to me uh but but also true so I think I'm just uh, yeah again it's been on my mind of like oh my I think my noticing my own routines in general has made me notice kind of the ways that my astrology routine has also shifted and want to talk about it what's I guess like yeah like it feels like very like Vogue 73 questions of like so what do you do first thing in the like is there is there anything does your infusion of astrology in your life have a same day sort of routine or is there it does it depend maybe on the transits or on what you're up to or is there something that you find yourself that is that you come back to I'm also very pro not over checking I've like Mm -hmm. I've I think we've talked about this a lot on the pod I think that can get addicting and not helpful (laughs) and there is something that can be like nothing is pre-faded also so I feel like if we knew that, you know, flying on an airplane during Sagittarius season or on a Sag moon is going to get you there faster and get you, you know, no problems and no turbulence. When, like if astrology was so determined like that, wouldn't we just like all be doing it? Like there's so many factors, like you can have all the right, right planetary ingredients and things can still not go as you plan. So I don't like to get to minute like that or granular but I'm curious if there is like that day anything that's like is very regular yes I do have I'm I am a horoscope a daily person it's changed what dailies I look at but I like having kind of a prompt I like ones that are more a prompt for the day as opposed to even talking about the transits themselves and I think that's something that has always that's like the one consistent Thing that I have had again the astrologer has changed but even before I knew a lot about astrology I've always been a daily horoscope checker I like also now you know having my like weekly podcast that I'll do and then I feel like there will be other times when I'm really trying to like learn astrology but how you separate the like how do I use astrology versus when am I learning about it I think that is definitely daily horoscope weekly podcast weekly horoscope someone's weekly horoscope that I like to and then looking at my own I like don't look at my transits very often I will look at my transits if there's something that like pops up but only if either there's something that I am learning about in my chart like a I learn about an asteroid or something and I'll go, oh, where's that in my chart? And then I'll go like, oh, I'm having this sort of thing. But it's very rarely when I go like, where's the moon? Do you have a. Yeah. What's your routine? 
Oh, me? Um, yeah. I, I feel like I do end up checking the moon a lot, maybe just because it is my chart ruler. So not that it's like, oh, what is the moon doing right now? But if something transpires, then I'll reflect back to like where that moon at. But I mean, on a daily level, I do roll astrology dice every morning, which I feel like is even if I do nothing astrological that whole day or for a couple days after that, I'm always doing something a little bit astrology every morning. And it's just, I mean, it's just fun to roll dice too. Like, I think there is something very playful and easy. And so rather than maybe getting wrapped up in, okay, today is this and this aspect, like, it's like, okay, let me just like, it's, it feels very like pulling a tarot card or something, or it's like, okay, let me just reflect on the energy of like today I rolled cancer Uranus 10th house. So each dice, each die, each die has one for signs, one for planets, one for houses. So yeah, I'm like, looked at that. I was like, okay, like, first of all, like, yeah, I never think of Uranus and cancer together, especially in the recent astro weather, getting down to the root words of change and family and then 10th house being very seen or like, those, I don't know. So it, it's, it's just a fun and flexing the kind of astro vocab of if you do see the different signs or planets or houses in their different formations. Cause I'm so used to looking at my chart, <laughs> like all, you know, I'm very familiar with it. So I think that that's definitely my go-to in terms of daily. I'm not a big horse. I'm not a big horoscope reader. It's usually when something happens. I usually do read Susan Miller's monthly, not going to lie, but I think I am just very aware of where the slower moving planets are at all times. Like I know I got shit going on in my eighth house right now. Like I know I got shit going on in my seventh house right now. Like got it. And they're very kind of clearly happening. Like I, I do feel them, but in terms of the personal planets or the moon, I try to like, unless something's up, then I might like, then I might pull up like the ephemeris and like, look at my chart and look at the current transits and get in there. But there's also like, to me, I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Like, there's nothing, I can't change where the planets are right now either. But I think there's only so much I can do on my end that I just try to remember that not everyone else is living astrologically. So even if you, again, do travel during the most optimum fucking Sagittarius time, none of these other pomp trollers or air traffic controllers know that or this or I don't know luggage or people like it's it's all so not in your control <laughs> so I do try to stick to things that I that I can't same with like planetary hours like that is something like for emails like stuff that's very me if I can have the ability to send it later or schedule it I definitely I'll take a peek I'm like all right it's Venus day I'm asking maybe Mercury hour, I'm asking for more money or I'm doing like, so I do try to align that as best I can. But also if I have a deadline to hit the email, it's getting sent then <laughs> like it's getting sent in that exact moment. But those are probably the most, the most common ones I do are these dice and probably planetary hours in terms of how I'm communicating to people. Otherwise I'm not really hyper checking because I just, that stresses me out. It's like just too much. Mm -hmm. Lisa. I don't, do anything every day for sure don't have a routine with astrology I also try one of the only things I do every day is try not to bring it up when people don't ask that is literally <laughs> the only thing that I do I do practice birthdays I think that's the main I would say the main thing that keeps people liking me in a lot of ways is that I I remember that your birthday is around now because I know your sign. So that's, and I don't, I don't usually say happy Taurus season. I'll just say happy birthday. And someone will be like, Oh, you remembered it's in two weeks. And I'm like, 
yeah, I knew I wasn't going to see you. And it's like, no, I have no idea, no idea what day it is, but I do know you're a Taurus and I know it's around now. So um, that for sure. And uh, I subscribe to a couple of horoscope sites. I also, I check transits and aspects using the Astro Future app. And I usually try to like, look, it gives you enough into the future where I because I scare myself out of doing stuff I also if I look at it too much if it's a lot of squares and oppositions I'll like not do something I need to do that day or like I I just can't it's just not healthy for me so I like to look further into the future and kind of see like what's upcoming and then you know like if I forget by the time it comes around that it's a square day then you know maybe luckily I get all my stuff done that day um and same with like positive aspects you know I like to look back a little bit too if I have had a good day to look at it at the end of the day and say oh it was nice it was trying in that way or was I was valuing those things today definitely if I have something that's like a super hard deadline. I'm not the type of person who submits it that day. I'm usually, if I am looking for when's the best time to submit, I'm usually looking weeks before. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this is what this is making me think of is that maybe my question or my thought about this is even more specific of like, how do we use astrology to make ourselves feel better? Because I think that there's a lot of ways that it can stress us out and make us feel worse and make us feel like we are out of control or make us feel like there's so many possible things that could go wrong or anything like that. But how, how do we find routines with it that make us feel like we are, we have agency in our day and that we're doing things at the right time and that, that things are unfolding in a way that is of our, not control necessarily, but is like for our highest and best good. Maybe it's the 11th house in me, but, you know, selfishly, this podcast makes me feel better. (laughs) And I think it is because we have a consensual space to just think about astrology. And I obviously, I'm obviously, but I know people like that about us. And I would encourage maybe folks to find people to have those consensual conversations about it. Not that, oh, is this going to, fucking work for me or work against me. And like what Lisa said, like I met new people yesterday that people bring up astrology and it's hard. It's like, I'm like, fuck, like I do get like, oh, fuck, like how deep, like sometimes I just like re- like, and then someone's like, Stevie's an astrologer. She has an astrology pocket. And I'm like, fuck, like, here we go. And then, then you have to deal with like judgy things or like, I don't know, like we got into medical astrology. <laughs> like it went to, it went into places where I'm like, fuck, I just don't even want to go here because I want us to be on the same page of where we're also going. I think that's the same with, if you go into a reading or something, it's like, that's, you've elected to do this thing. So that might be a long answer to, I think if I feel better when I have people who all want to be on the same page and like dig in, not that you have to agree with me, but that we can just kind of dive in together. I do like, we're not doing this today, but I do like that. We typically record on Tuesdays, which is the Mars day, which feels very like yeah, like I got the energy. I'm like, let's fucking go and do this. But just thinking of planetary days too, I've, I have just tried to notice to work with myself. I don't, I don't ever think of anything as doing net positive, but more just to not do the damage of like sort of what you're saying. Like Monday, I do realize, and maybe it's being a moon child. I do not like doing anything on Monday. I 
I have like a weekend sort of hangover, whether I actually drink or just like socialize a lot. I want to just cook. I want to do really nourishing things. I want to decompress. And I do find that Fridays and Sundays to be that, that Venus and sun and really jo- joyful. I do enjoy when I spend Saturdays doing things that are productive to me outside of work or social life or whatever it might be. I do a lot of stuff that are social end up beyond Saturdays because of just how the week is laid out. Yes. So I don't know. Very long answer to having friends that want to talk about astrology makes me feel better. And then also not like trying to work as with it as I can, but not beat yourself. You just have to be gracious with yourself. I don't know. Very long, maybe not answer answer, but that is it. No, I agree. I think that that is, I think that is an answer answer and it's not so much I get like, yeah, I guess that's more, it's funny because I feel like I'm, I'm, I realize the actual question that I want to ask sometimes as we're, as we're talking about it and I go like, oh no, that's what I meant. I meant this thing, not this other, not this other thing too. Cause I do feel like I wonder about, that's something I wonder about for for myself or something that I'm wanting for myself maybe is like, oh, how do I use this? Like, how do I use this thing instead of just to go like, oh, well, this is why I am how I am, or this is how I understand why this was a difficult experience or like looking back, how can you use it to really feel like you are yeah, in touch with yourself, supporting yourself, aware of when your cycles are, because I feel like that's something that's so hard about not hard about astrology, but sometimes when you're looking forward, because it's so far ahead, you are just like, well, how am I, how do I know? Or what, what does that even mean? It's also vague. And, and I think that, yeah, what I'm trying to do is go like, oh no, this is the day, like you're supposed to feel like this right now. That's okay. There isn't anything wrong. It might not be comfortable. It might not be um, easy or what you want to be doing at that moment, but it's not like, wrong that it's happening or there isn't anything um that you should be doing to try to fix it it just should be how do you like go yeah like we can't can't get rid of mondays or make mondays like a saturday you just have to know this is how you feel on a monday and how do we like then go oh how do i put the most monday things on this day that i can and like which might be different for like with you with your cat moon that might feel like a bit i don't know that might feel like a day that feel like the fresh start of the week that you want to get the shit done i don't Mm -hmm. you know i think that's the other thing that i think is important is it's so that's what's cool with your natal chart is it's it's so uniquely crafted to you. So how you experience feeling very Garfield, how you experience the Mondays is very, can be very different. How I experience how Lisa experiences Mondays or the rituals that you want to create around your day-to-day life. And if that is in, in fact, then infused with astrology. I think the main thing for me, and this may not be for everyone else, but I have for employers, this podcast, I'm planning a wedding. And a number of other personal things that I have to deal with every, every day to every week to every month. So like, there's no calendar you can provide me with where I'm going to be like, oh, I'll go buy that instead. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just, it's not realistic. And I think for most people, you have enough stuff to juggle without being like, oh, but Jupiter's squaring. Like, it's just, it's not going to work. Your life is not going to work that way. and. I think, you know, it is, I think in a way you have to take responsibility for your 
that's what is like difficult about using astrology, I think, is that you have to take responsibility and say like, hey, I didn't do this today because I have a lot to do, not because Jupiter and Saturn are in a fight today. It's because I, you know, maybe I overstretched and I did this. And so if you want to use astrology in a way that benefits you, it's looking at those things and saying, I'm not going to schedule a lot today, or I, I need a break on Wednesday. Like, look how many things I've had to do. Mm -hmm. And then looking at it and saying, well, what's that day going to feel like? And, you know, planetary day, Wednesday, Mercury, it's very communicative. Like maybe, Mm. maybe you look at the natal chart and Mercury is actually like trining a lot of like other planets. Like maybe that day off is going to be you having to text a bunch of people at work all day. And so maybe you're going to have to prepare yourself to say, I'm not answering messages today Mm -hmm. before you even like take the day off, you know? Yeah. So I think it is, it is like astrology should be encouraging you to like live your free will the way that you feel like morally and right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like where it feels good, but also like where you can kind of say, Hey, I think this might happen on this day. And just so you know, I'm not available for that. Yes, this, yes, this is what I'm like. I'm like, it's so hard. I feel like astrology is so good at letting us look back and know why, why, that didn't work or what was going wrong or something like that. But it's hard to use it to say like, oh, no, I'm no, I'm making the right decision for myself based on and not to say that you have to use it as a direct parallel, but to use it as that thing that goes like, yes, I that's not again, not that's why. But like, oh, I made this choice. Isn't it interesting that that Mercury transit was happening and I made the choice to do that? And it actually made me feel better at the end of the day because I got what I needed to do done. And I set that boundary and whatever, like to affirm your choices. Well, also if you lived, this is just the light bulb that popped in. It's like, if you were to live your life purely astrologically, like congratulations, what a privilege to have, because like many people have to maybe go to work or do the things they don't want to do. And that don't really correspond with the stars. Like if you have the ability to do it, it should it should add and it should be fun and it should feel enhancing versus I would never send an email on, you know, like a fucking, I don't know, Saturn hour or whatever. Again, also, I feel like that's the other thing about these planetary hours. I feel like it depends on what you're trying to accomplish too. Cause some like people might see Saturn or Mars and think malefic, but like, fuck, maybe I need some shit done. And maybe I need a malefic in my corner to go be a bulldog right now and go get my shit in this email. So I think it's so subjective and reflective. And that's why back to the reflective nature of it, when the day has wrapped up and go, oh, wow, my mood was in my third house. And I did feel really like, like I was making really close connections with people today. Cool. Noted. Cool. I I think that that journaling sort of reflectiveness is helpful. And I don't know, I get you can live very astrologically and, you know, cast charts for every single thing you do I would I just personally wouldn't really want to do that I don't I don't I don't think you can I don't think I I don't think there is a person on this earth that doesn't get surprised sometimes I don't think there's somebody that like no matter how well you plan it like the only way to really do that is to cut yourself off from other people because like you who said at the beginning the baggage handler is not using astrology 
Like mm-hmm. the other people around you are not using it. Your so- bus driver is not doesn't care. It's fucking mercury hour. They're like they care that like, oh, shit, actually, if I sit here for 10 more minutes then I can go on lunch break and then yeah, I can do this. Exactly. Like, They're doing them. Well, and it's like everybody's you, doing that. You don't want your bus driver on Mercury Hour. You want your bus driver on Mars a Hour. Bus schedule. On bus. <laughs> yeah, you sitting mm-hmm. on the bus can go, it's Mercury Hour. Let's have a gab. But we can't all be on the, like, that's the, yeah, you can't all be on the same astrology. And I think that that's We're like not a thing all on that, the same astrology. Yes. We are, but we aren't yes we also are like or we're on both you're on your personal astrology and you're also on like the bigger astrology but we shouldn't all be trying to someone asked me recently they're like does the moon affect everybody and it's like yeah but not at the same time in the same way or like it's the same we're all looking at the same moon but that makes us feel different things you know and and that like yeah I don't know. Totally. I just I like I want it to be a thing that's uh affirming for people and that they feel like can yeah, I don't know. Well, again, if it was so this is every astrologer is like please don't say this. But if it was so accurate and that predictable, every single person would be using it to a science, but it's it's just not. There's too many variables, there's too many factors of life. Nothing is that predictable. And I don't want life to be that predictable either cuz as an Aries moon, that sounds boring as fuck. And like when you go on and say a vacation with your girlfriends and you, you forecasted the perfect chart and then it's fucking cloudy and rainy the whole time, then cool. You go do different. You would, I hope your group adapts. I hope you guys go find something that's really fun and different. And it's like, it's the weekend we all wore ponchos. And that was really like, what a bonding moment that we couldn't have expected. Like, oh, to have everything go so to plan, there's probably some like, like uh like well, political word for it that is like very dictator i don't it's just sure. too clean it's just too I narrow also, i hope you don't have someone in your group that's always like i knew it was gonna rain like that's always I know. like Ugh. all that all that kind no, of astrology you. makes me like sick to my stomach where i'm like oh oh did you know did you know we were gonna have an insurrection today great oh how come God. you didn't fucking tell us yeah. Um, how come you didn't stop it? How, you know how there, there's yeah. so many other questions where it's like and and making sense of it in the past is different to me saying, yes. oh, well, we have we have Mars move into tour. I can't believe I didn't see it coming. Those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Fine. But like to to always have the attitude of like, well, I knew uh, I hate I hate hate. hate. Yeah, I think yeah. being informed, but not restricted is what I try to live in that that universe have i definitely wanted to get a new hairstyle saw it was venus retrograde and went i'm gonna wait because i it wasn't a rush and i i just i just know maybe i will get a beautiful haircut but i might see it in a distorted point of view like i don't know like and also because especially with what same with lisa saying with like wedding planning and stuff like and you know we're dealing with a lot of like family stuff and death stuff and i've brought up I'll casually bring up like, well, there is a retrograde here. And my boo will be like, we can't live our lives like this. I'm like, I didn't say to not do it. I am just bringing up that this will be that time. So we might have some fucking headaches and people might not hear us as clearly. I didn't say hold the press. You know, I just I brought up the weather. Bring well, a jacket. it's like when when is it an astrology problem? And when is it like you said, Lisa, like a personal responsibility, like 
thing? Or is there ever, is there, maybe the bigger question is, is there ever actually like an astrology problem? Isn't it always uh, like, you know, taking action in your life? But I think there is a point when you go like, hey, I'm feeling the urge to make a big move. What feels like a big move is, can I trust that this urge is a pause, like a, helpful one or am I maybe doing this because something else is going on that I'm not paying attention to and I think that's where going going to astrology can go oh well if I'm having a moment where I'm you know looking back on every mistake that I've made and now I'm going like oh I want to do this if it's a Venus retrograde then it's like maybe this is maybe I'm not of the clearest mind is there something you know bigger than me that I can look at to give me some guidance but isn't it also to go like, is it, should the goal not be to be most trustworthy of your own inner, like your inner feeling? Or is that a me? Is that a me thing? Is it me? Or am I picking up on some kind of energy? Yeah. And I think that's what most (laughs) women, like I'm going to say women just because that's who I talk to about astrology and I don't have men in my life that are interested in astrology. So I would say that most women, that's what we're doing already anyway, is being like, hey, is everyone else feeling like the guy in the office is like kind of a creep or whatever, you know? And it's like, so we feel comfortable to ask each other those questions of like, hey, are you feeling off today? Or is this like a me thing? Yes. Uh, Nothing makes me, this is just side tangent. Nothing makes me sadder when I see on Astro Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, Astro Twitter is really where I feel like I see a lot of this doom astrology sort of stuff where it's like, well, I'm in my 12th house year. So fuck me. Right. Nothing will be good for me this year. And not to go life coach, not to go like manifest language. But yeah, with that attitude, like, yeah, that's all it's you. It sounds it sounds pretty decided that this and I'm sure. Yeah, maybe life is sucking right now. I don't know your story. I don't know your life. Who fucking cares? But the 12th house isn't to me like it's stuff like that, right? The 12th house, eighth house, when people are having stuff going there and it's so like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna go hide in my house until it's time to come out. And it's like, or we can do the stuff that might feel good in those houses. We can, we can embrace where we're at versus try to move ourselves through it as quickly as possible. I guess the experiencing of it is what I'm yes. pro. Well, that's what 12th house stuff is private. It's not on Twitter. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. All there that stuff, hospital, prison, that's not stuff that we like are so comfortable to talk about in with someone we've never met before. It's yeah. stuff that you're like, hey, my my closest friend I can talk to about this or like people when people can hear it in my tone or my whatever, you know, it's not like that's not Twitter stuff. I mean, maybe eventually and, and maybe I mean, in nothing should be Twitter stuff. Yeah, be- <laughs> but I mean, it, it's that, that, you know, it's not Twitter third house. Be, you know? It's not third house stuff. My brother's eating my peanut butter or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that's Twitter stuff to me. Where it's, that is Twitter stuff. It's supposed stuff, to be actually. fun. I recant. You know? I recant. That is There's, Twitter stuff. Sorry. I was like, there just keeps being so many like simulation y things where it's like you say the peanut butter and someone just like just walked in with peanut butter kinds of stuff okay Whoa. um who no, is right hey i'm i'm back on i'm back on peanut butter and i need to no get notes. a fresh jar <laughs> need to get a fresh jar right now need to drizzle it in honey um also back on honey loving it loving life uh no i what else this is what else i think is 
I just was talking to someone, this 12th house made me think of it. And this, I was just talking to someone who was like lamenting that they were going to have to go through their Saturn return. And I was like, no, it, you, first of all, you're going to feel so great when it's done. Not all the time, not every day, but like, it's, it's the thing that you have to go through and it's done. But also there's something I feel like about knowing, like it's a year, it's a year, it's a 12th house year, you know, the length of time. So know that like this year it's 12th house stuff next year, it's going to be first house stuff. And you don't know what that's going to be, but it's like knowing again, there's always a year. There's something about knowing the amount of time again, and not that it's going to be that clean cut and all of that, but it's like, if you just knew you had to do this for a year, it's like getting a degree or whatever. And maybe that's very sad of me to think of it in those ways. Cat it's, moon. Like, it's cat moon. Yes. And, but it's like that's that timing, the structure. Yes. Where it's like, don't, wouldn't you just rather know, like it's out of your control. I don't know. Well, it's just that structure of like, it's one year, you know what that feels like, right? You've had a year before, right? Yeah. You've had a bad year before, yeah. right? Like, And haven't you, yeah, haven't you lost a year? Haven't you gone? Oh my God, what the fuck happened? Like, where did that go? How do you know that's not a 12th house year for you or whatever, where that's what that feels like? And if you aren't just thinking about things and going like, oh, well, what kind of year was that? How did that go? Like, yeah. Referring that like self-reference again or going like what? Yeah. Yeah. And the structure. Well, absolutely. Should I throw out a quick, why am I like this? Yeah. Throw Let's it out. Do it. Let's do it. Why am I like this? You guys, this is a new segment. We look at the stars to we do the opposite of what we just talked about. Blame. I'm going to blame something in my chart for why I behave in such a way. This is more uh, uh, just who I've been throughout my life. I feel like it's been on theme for stuff we've talked about in recent episodes, but why can I not open mail, astrologically speaking? I Piles of mail build up. It is ruining my relationship. I have finally crossed the barrier of becoming good at returning packages because I now live in a home with a printer. So I am going to just give a nod to tools as being a helpful resource for me of like, oh, okay, I can, I can return this because I can, I can print this. And also my Virgo sister-in-law teaching me about scheduled pickups where they come to you has been also a, a great game changer, but mail, regular ass, like pay stubs, just sh- like, it right. should be thrown away. I, Cannot I was open like, it. I got, I got that. I got mine. Go. Why am I like I'm this? going cap trap. I think that you... Mm. And because I also have it, I think that you know that if you open it, you're going to finish it. Like it's a thing where you're like, I'm going to if I open it now, I'm going to have to do this now. I'm going to look at it and be like, oh, fuck, I won't remember later. So I'm going to leave it in a pile. And um, I think the key thing is all what you're saying is all like timing and structure stuff. I think it's also the same. It's the advice you've given me before too. If it takes less than a minute, if it takes less than five minutes, just do it now. And it's also that's and apply that to every other realm of my life. That's something that was told to me very young in life about mail. And I, I just, I, we do do not have room for it. I will throw it away without looking at it before I let it pile up. Send me another piece of mail. I'll throw it away without looking at it first. But it's the same thing because I I'm like, 
I know that if I open this Bank of America thing, I have to deal with it right now because I won't fucking do it later. I don't know. That's my that's my that's my guess. I, I like that. Like that. I agree. I was going to say classic fashion, the opposite. 12th House Cancer Mars thinking of what it made me think of first was literal like stabby letter opener of being like having that kind of right. sad ways, just not wanting to rip into something directly because mail is very like we're ripping it open. We're t- we're dealing with it head on that cancer kind of to the side of it, leaving it in the 12th. Like if I don't know once I, because also once I see it and know it, and I think that that goes with that cap trap too, of like, if I open it, I do have to deal with it. And so if I leave it, I can have like plausible deniability. If it's out of sight, out of mind. It does feel like I am in a prison of mail. So that does I think, check out in that 12th houseness where I feel like I get sad and angry, very also my mutual reception, moon and Mars, that I click don't send me mail also. Mm-hmm. Like I do go online and do everything right. And still it, it continues to, to come and pile and pile and pile. And then I just get, I then I get like, this should be not legal to send me this much. I, yeah. th- I go into a different universe about the mail while it builds and piles around but me. And I think also the, your, and none Pluto- of it needs response, by the way. Yeah, this is like, the other issue. This is the other issue here. I think well, Lisa, you touched on this too, has- of like throwing it out too. That Pluto in the fifth to me is also like, you don't have to keep it. I just realized what I need a paper shredder. Yeah. I, I get worried about the sensitive information where I think I'm going to bring it somewhere to safely destroy it. I also, maybe this is just our generation. I feel like the fear of throwing away the original packaging or envelope or th- the things you need to save are actually not the things you need to save anymore. No. And I need to yeah. release very, yeah. no, the Pluto, Pluto is afoot. I think if you are in flux with your paper shredder, just scissors. Yeah. Or rip it, it. rip it your hands. I rip everything. And I I think that I do that too, to signal to myself that I've read it or whatever. Yep. Rip it, rip rip it, put it down. I think another thing too, with the cap trap, it's yours is the six house. So it is that daily stuff. And it is like, I, I like, I click, don't send me mail too. I won't check it. Like I, I will just be like, I don't know. But I'm also like, if it's something that I really forgot, like if they're turning my electricity off, like I'll know, right? Like I'll know. send a red yeah. envelope, right? Like I, it's. There's so many imposters in this mail. Mm-hmm. That's the well, other it's thing. Most, so much- it's mostly junk. And I will say, I think that for you, once you deal with the backlog of it, you will never get this pile up again because it's just the kind of like facing the I'll fear have a new of life. dealing with the mail yeah. because now you're going to get ones and you're going to be able to go, oh, this is junk, blah, blah, blah. Like where it's like, I have I have a mail pile that I also, now I'm like, well, I got to deal with this mail pile. We got to rip it. We got to rip, rip it. it. Okay. No, um, this is all just, very, which in a very cancer cap sort of way, this is all just past trauma. This also used to be like, these used to be letters for my student loans, not paying them. And there's not, I'm on course. I'm just bothered that mail exists, but yeah. there's not, it's not going to change. So rip it. I you, am going to, I am going to buy a paper shredder. I'm doing that right. I'm doing that once do, we get off this call. Do you open, if you see something that you know is a card, 
Oh, if it's good, I'm opening it. Duh, same. Like, oh same my exact. Yeah. Same if exact. It's, if it's yay mail, it's instant. If it's, if it's any other mail, which is square, most mail. I'm opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's mm-hmm. like weird and I have, I don't know, I have a couple of companies chasing me down about life, life insurance. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want life insurance. Like I don't, every time I get this, it's like, says urgent on it and it's terrifying and i'm like you're just trying to sell me something that's yeah. horrible no i'm mad i'm well, mad I hear about you. that 100 yeah it's pers- it's personal and that feels very cancer and also i need to let go of my like south node virgo in the third it all no it's uh i can safe to say everything about astrology is why <laughs> i am like this and it makes me feel better because now i'm gonna get a fucking paper shredder well, this is exactly what I think. This is the healthy astro routine. Too, that feels like you'll like be the, fun. Yeah. Yes. I want to, sh- I want to shred. I don't want to rip weirdly. I don't, I want okay. to, you want to shred. I like, I I'm a rip. shred. I like ripping and I get mad when I can't rip it all the way, but I'm, I'm Scorpio Mars in the first house, baby. I want to rip. I want to rip everything. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I want to send us off with one astro dice roll just right. while we're here, just to send us out. Let's see. This send is us for out. us. Oh my God. It is Gemini moon in the third house, which just, yeah. it's too, that's just too literal for what just happened. I feel like it's I very us. It. That's just us. I love it. This well, is us. this is us. This is us. <laughs> <laughs> Take it or leave it, folks. We love you. Thank you for making us part of your astro routine. Uh, We will see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast, on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod, and TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.